catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. And yes, social media has brought about a lot of gains for a lot of businesses, but some businesses still haven't seen how they can benefit from it, while others just underutilize it. Indeed, social media is one of the best ways to connect with people who already love your brand and also those who do not know about your brand. It's very important for original to those who haven't heard of your business at all. Getting started with social media doesn't have to be scary or expensive. What are the benefits of using social media for business? Let's consider the over 3 billion people who use social media networking sites across the globe. And these people are using these sites basically to engage with brands. Sherpa Marketing found out that more people follow brands on social media than they follow celebrities. On Instagram alone, 80% of people follow at least one business. And if you're not taking advantage of socials, you're missing out on a fast, inexpensive, affordable, and effective way to reach almost half of the world's population. Today, we're looking at the many ways in which social media can really help you connect, engage, and grow your business. So along the way, I found out that the problem most brands face with social media isn't whether or not to take advantage of it, but how to take advantage of it. I've certainly fallen into the information overload, just like a lot of people. This trap where we have a lot of information, so many people are overwhelmed with a plethora of tips, tricks, secrets, strategies that have been preached left, right and center. Today, we have the president of the Association of African Startups, a lead consultant at the Just eBay company, a management consulting firm with key focus on sales, marketing and business communications, a co-founder of Inscribe Tech, a startup tech company revolutionizing content creation, distribution and sales. The major thing she focuses on is how to use social media to grow your business. Just eBay is with us today. Welcome, Just. It's such a great pleasure to be here for a second time. Thank you so much. Yes, 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 yes. It's good to have you back. Now, according to Statista, there are over 3 billion active users on social media per month. And that's about one third of the world's entire population on social media. That's a market that has no boundary and no major restrictions. But many businesses who are aware of this potential do not know how best to go about it. Let's start with the small businesses, those who run small local shops, who may not believe that a Facebook or a WhatsApp profile can impact their business. How can they start without the usual fears of really growing their small shop through social media without uh, it's just been a waste of time or the waste a waste of their resources. Thank you very much, Anthony. So you see, the answer to this question is diverse in a lot of ways. So I think that the first thing as Africans we must begin to pay attention to is what sort of businesses do we really want to run. So if I have a local shop just down the store, am I comfortable with just being the owner of a local shop down the store? If the answer is yes, then maybe all of these things may not be for you. But if you are that entrepreneur that has looked at yourself and said, there has to be more to what it is that I do, 
this can't be the only market I can reach. What platforms exist that can allow me spread, even if I don't want to spend a lot of money on infrastructure to grow my business? These are the kind of Africans we're looking to you know, really speak to because majority of the business owners that you see down the street that have a small shop, most of them do not want to end up there. They are there because that's what they think they can afford. That's what they think they can lay their hands on. But the digital media, social media is now giving you an opportunity to look beyond your physical circumstances and your physical location. And maybe the amount of money you even have for infrastructure to still grow your business across board. So how do you get started? The first thing is to get the requisite knowledge on how to use this platform. Because anything you don't have an idea of, you enter into that place and you will almost be frustrated. So the first thing is how do I use this platform? Let me go and take a, maybe a short course or a short learning that allows me to, that tells me exactly what this platform is about and how to leverage it. The next thing after you have learned that is to note that social media is best for connection before marketing and sales. And that's one of the reasons why Africans are not taking as much advantage of the digital platform as much as every other person in the different parts of the world. Because all those in the other Western countries have come to realize that people are first interested in getting to know you before they see you want to sell them something. And that's why brands like Kylie Jenner, Kim Kardashian, and all of those big brands that we love, people would have gotten to know you, like you, trust you, and then it's inevitable that they would buy your products and services. So the first thing is to understand that when you get into social media, the first thing is people need to know you, like you, and trust you. How do they know you, like you, trust you? Be who you are. Be yourself. Try to care about people because people will not care about you if you don't. If you if they know you don't care about them. So genuine interest in people, genuine comments on people's articles, genuine connections will get people to begin to actually pay attention to you to say who's this person who seems to be interested in others. From that level, it now moves into. I see that what you have been doing is consistent. I like it. What do you do? Can I pay attention to it? That's on one level for those who really want to use social media as a tool for exponential growth for your business. But there is that other category of persons who would say, you know what, um, Madam President, I'm not interested in people getting to know me, like me, trust me, I just want to sell. There's a category like that. What will not necessarily happen is your own business will not be transaction-driven. And for businesses that are transaction-driven, when push comes to shove, loyalty will be tested and customers will move to those who they like. So if you are transaction driven, you can still make money. And basically, how do you do that? Just talk about your products and services in a way that the average person feels like if they don't take it, they're missing out on something. And you keep doing that repeatedly, especially if your products are competitive and if your products are things people actually need for daily living. They cannot but just pay attention and buy. So these are two categories of persons and how you can get started immediately transaction-driven, exponential-driven, 
and the two strategies you can take to actually get started immediately. And just to add very quickly, leveraging social media is not a waste of time. And that's why I said earlier, where do you see yourself going? If that small store or that small shop just around the corner is really what you see your ultimate as being, then that's okay. But if you are one of those who have said, this is a limitation for me, where is the next thing? How am I going to be seen across the world, across Africa? Then social media is something that you cannot afford to not pay attention to because after a while, you're going to go extinct and you're just going to be limited to those around your vicinity. And of course, that's not sustainable in the long run. Yeah, and every business sure wants to be sustainable. Every business wants to continue to grant develop. So let's look, yes. at, let's look at those who would want to move with the train, those who want to continue being sustainable. You talked about connecting first with people and after connecting before you start marketing to them whatever you wish to market to them how how do they decide which platforms to go on and what strategies should they adopt uh, that's, that would fit into what business uh, they're doing so fantastic um, the first thing to really know if you want to get started on social media is there are three major platforms that are easily learnable and easily adoptable by any person, irrespective of your educational background. And that's WhatsApp, Facebook, and Instagram. I'm stating it in the order of how easily adoptable it is. WhatsApp, Facebook, and Instagram. With WhatsApp, what you basically need is to set up a shop or set up a store. Now that there's WhatsApp for business, it's easy for you to set up a mini store on your WhatsApp and add bouquet of prices so that people can just click on the link in your bio on WhatsApp and still be able to see all the things that you have going on. At this point, you're going to have to download WhatsApp for business, not the average WhatsApp. So with the WhatsApp for business, it gives you a bouquet of products and services that you can upload with the pictures and the pricing. And of course, if you're going to attach a pricing, you most likely will put in a link for payment. Link of payment that you can use, you can use Flutterwave, Paystack, and Seller. Seller is S-E-L-A-R dot C-O, right? And now that Africa is really open for trade, Pan-African, I'm, I'm saying across the continent, um, the AFCFTA is now open to people. You can include international currencies so that people from different parts of the world can purchase your products and services, especially if they're digitally available and they can be transported from one place to the other. Having said that, the next is Facebook. With Facebook, it's a bit different because it's not restricted to those who have your contacts. You know, with WhatsApp, you need to have their contact, you need to have your contact to see what Facebook It's a community kind of platform where people need to see you and then decide they want to follow you and pay attention to you. And that means that you're going to have to learn how to write compelling content. And when I say compelling content, content that drive attention it's are on an ultimate high today and tomorrow they are on an ultimate low. Why? you haven't mastered how to create and keep their attention. And in order to know that, you have to understand the people you have been called to serve or the people who are as well your target audience. If you understand that, then you know what their major pain points are every day and it would help you really speak to them every day in a way that they stay with you on the journey of what you're trying to create by way of the brand that you are projecting on an everyday basis. Okay, And this is not limited to whether you sell products or you sell services. This is for every business owner. As long as you have a business, you can actually keep people's attention 
on your page such that they feel like they're traveling on this journey with you. By the grace of God, I have been able to help 5,000 plus entrepreneurs across the world in the last five years. And it's the same framework. How do you actually create content that keep people coming again and again to your page to pay attention to you, not just for what they want to buy, but because they have found your brand valuable. And what will begin to happen after that is they'll start calling people to you to say, come and see what I got from this person. And by getting people to you consistently, your market base is gradually enlarging. And before you know it, opportunities will start coming from across Africa and across the world to your business. It's a very simple strategy that everybody can adopt. All you need to do is follow the set procedures that works and keeps working every now and then. There is a program that I run, and this is the same framework I use for all the business owners that I have been privy to coach across the different parts of the countries in the world. It's a 10-step framework, basically. 10-step framework. And I walk you through first, understanding what you sell, your value proposition, how to create content, how to brand it, and how to market and sell, and, you know, collaborations, creating different product packages, right? All kinds of things. About 10 different frameworks that are listed in that particular program. And, you know, it's what has helped a lot of people scale again and again. It doesn't get old. Why? Because every time you reinvent yourself and reinvent your brand is the same framework that you used to deepen your market penetration across board. Now that's for Facebook. Instagram is a bit different, but it's not very far-fetched from Facebook. I think it's even owned by the same person. With Instagram, Instagram is a lot more pictorial. When I say pictorial, meaning you can have very fantastic products and services, but if you don't package it properly, nobody will pay attention. So that's the platform where you bring your best foot to the table and you will not be sorry you did so. When I say bring your best foot to the table, people want to see that the people that they are interacting with first looks and feels good. And that's where if you are going to put products, you're going to make sure that the picture quality is great. And if you're going to put great picture quality, you're going to make sure that the captions look attractive. When I say attractive, the captions make the end user feel like, okay, I'm not just here to read, I'm here to actually buy. If buying is what exactly you want them to do at that particular point in time. Having said that, with Instagram, it's a lot more easy to collaborate across brands in the entire continent. In fact, in the entire world. Because on the go, you can see people and products that you feel like and when you go to the explore page on Instagram, there's something called an explore page. You can search similar brands or competitive brands across the world that you want to partner with or you want to collaborate with, depending on where you are at in your business and if continental trade is what's on your mind. So with these platforms, it's just really easy to follow these frameworks and be able to leverage them to spread the reach of your business across the continent within the shortest possible time. Yeah, so before we go into the parts where they need to create niche, their niche and all of that, let's look at the fact that at the point, these things might get a bit burdensome for the entrepreneur. At what stage does uh, the business get before a dedicated social media handler or is, is gotten and how should the process be to getting a dedicated social media handler? So what I normally say to people, especially if you are a startup entrepreneur who in the early stage of your business will need to leverage personal connections, I usually advise that within the first two years, create and manage your business yourself because that's when people are going to get to know you. 
Do you understand what I mean? That's when people are really going to get to know you and love you for your essence, what you bring to the table. So let me give you a typical example. There are times where you go on people's business page and you're listening to their content, but you can't seem to see any similarity. There's no connection. It just feels like you are reading something that they copied and pasted from somewhere. I don't know if you understand what I mean. It feels like you are reading something that they copied from somewhere. So with those sort of pages, you would see or you would find that what is going on is this person has probably outsourced his social media management to somebody who doesn't understand the essence and the values of the brand he's trying to create. With those things, you'll find that from the beginning, customers will not feel like they are glued to you, but they'll feel like they know this particular business and they're just, you know, when they stumble on it, they stumble on it. And that's what happened when we started with one of my companies. We realized that content we wanted to be, or we wanted to be known as something's going on in my life, but I'm going to manage this business page myself for the next two months. And when I took over personally, guess what? In one month, we got the kind of traction we haven't gotten combined together when somebody else was doing it. So if you were a startup, you first need to at least manage your business page by yourself for at least two years. Or if you feel like in six months you're able to do it by yourself and get that sort of traction, then you can hand it over to somebody. But even the management does not mean that you have to be the one answering DMs, answering comments, answering all of that. The management means that you should create your content. Once you create your content, you can handle it to somebody who's a virtual assistant or even a physical assistant to do all the management, which is the posting, the responding to comments, responding to DMs. But the exact content yourself, try to do it at least for six months. If you know that your traction, you can get it in six months. If not, continue. And let me tell you how I do it that makes it easy. How I do it that makes it easy for the average entrepreneur who has a lot of work to do and doesn't want to bother himself about that is I lock out one day of the week and I create content for one month. I just sit down one day and I say, okay, you know what? This one day I'm creating content for all my expressions and I'll send it to my team to flesh it out so that they can have something to post for the next two months or one month. Do you see? And with this particular pro- with this particular strategy, we have been able to keep up for the longest time without having issues. I think that a lot of entrepreneurs can do this and it's just help you create consistent content that is relevant to the value you're trying to create. So in this age of engagement and traction being the king on social media and the fact that a lot of people are gaining this through giveaways and other methods how do you advise an entrepreneur who doesn't have as much finance to go about this so now this is you talking about giveaways i believe (laughs) so for entrepreneurs i like to say to people that what everybody is doing as a strategy does not necessarily mean that it's the same strategy that you must adopt. There are several factors that are put in place if anybody is going to do giveaways. And if you're a startup entrepreneur that you haven't even got your costs together, I'm talking about your actual cost prices together. If you do a giveaway, you are hurting your business. So not every strategy is a strategy that you must adopt as a business owner. The first thing you must understand is why am I doing this? If you're able to understand why you're doing this, how would it affect the end user? 
How would it affect your bottom line? How would it affect your customer return rates? There are questions that you must ask. Doing a giveaway, after you're done giving customers giveaway, would they ever come back to you? If you're not able to determine this, you have no business doing it. Because giveaways does not determine that people will come back to your business to come and buy and sell. What it just does is it ends up creating an audience of people who are dependent on you because all you do is give away. Does it work? But is that a true test of whether you have customers who are going to buy from you repeatedly? Not necessarily. So we must understand that it's important to build first great connections, the value, the, truly speaking, how you care. So let's get back to the strategies that can be put in place so that you don't just think giveaways are just the best ways to go about pushing the conversation for your business online. Fantastic. So earlier, we are talking about some indices that you must pay attention to and before you even get involved in a giveaway. Number one is how does this affect your audience? How does this affect your bottom line for your business? How does it ensure that customers are coming back to you? Is it in any way increasing your loyalty or is it just helping you breed customers who are dependent on you for what they can get part-time? These are questions that you must ask yourself as a business owner before you get into the giveaway mode. And one of the things you must recognize is majority of those brands who do a lot of giveaways get the giveaways in terms of cash or items from other brands so that they can get some level of visibility. So they're not necessarily touching their business funds to do giveaway. So for you who is an entrepreneur and is watching how people are entering, getting tagged, and you're saying, oh, I need to do this strategy. And you're putting dipping your hands in your own business money. That's a recipe for shutdown. So one of the things that you must focus on as opposed to that strategy is how can I genuinely be interested in my customers and how can I consistently give value? Because when all is said and done, People who are constantly are recipients of giveaways are not usually buyers. People who are generally recipients of giveaways are not usually buyers. So you will find that people who can even afford, because you're giving it away, they will go and line up and wait for giveaway. Meanwhile, ordinarily, they can afford it. That's not to say you shouldn't give your audience gifts if you feel like you want to give your audience gifts. But it's not a strategy to dominating the marketplace. It's not a sustainable strategy except you're getting the money or the gifts that you're using for giveaway from somewhere else that is not affecting your own business bottom line. And even when you're doing it, you must be careful that you have a sustainability plan such that the customers who you're acquiring by way of a giveaway are not leaving you the minute the giveaway is done. Because one of the things that entrepreneurs do when it's time for giveaways is they say tag five people. And when you're done tagging those five people, you enter into the competition. When those five people are done with the competition, they leave. So what are you really amassing? Do you want to get followers for a few days and then they've gone? So focus on growing your brand. Great content. Look up for your customers. Pay attention to things that interest them. Get news and information across the world that is beneficial to them. Share it with them. These are the ways to build customer and brand loyalty that will bring you a lot more money in the long run. Okay, you talked about uh, creating a niche for yourself and being an authority uh, but some businesses seem to be done by a lot of people. How does one use social media to stand out in a world where it seems a lot of people are offering the same product or the same service? Fantastic. And this is the part I talked about earlier when I said personal connections. I talked about when we started earlier. Everybody sells hair. Everybody sells makeup. Everybody sells food. 
what makes you really stand out is who you are, what you bring to the table, what your personal touch is, what your personality type is, how you communicate, how you pay attention, how you respond to people's inquiries. What really makes you stand out is you. Basically, that's it. We're in the era of personal brands. When I say personal brands, I'm talking about personalization, where people want to feel as though they are touching the owner of the products and services. And when I say touching, it doesn't necessarily mean physical touch. When I'm buying something from you, but I can feel a personal touch by just doing that transaction. That's the era we are in. And that's why people like Kylie Jenner, Kim Kardashian, and a lot of other Nigerian brands that are doing well personally are getting a lot of traction because they have mastered the personal touch. They have mastered a certain way to make their audience feel like you and I are friends, getting them to follow what exactly that's going on in their life, sharing details of what they do and how they do it. All of these things, you sometimes you may think, oh, it's a waste of time. No, the average human mind is wired to feel like if I see what this person is doing, I feel like I know them. And when I feel like I know them, it's easy for me to buy from them. So how do you stand out is you. Bring your personal touch to the table. Talk about the hair in a way that you can understand it. Talk about in your hair in a way that the average lady who is buying it will know that because she's wearing this sort of hair, she's going to enter into a place and she too, she will not be ignored. I'm just giving an example. This is not a general term. I'm just giving an example of what you can begin to do to personalize your content, to personalize your brand, to make people feel like they know you, you know them, not because you are here to sell hair. That's what's going to keep you in the market for a long time, except, of course, things change. And I know that somebody's going to say, but what about big brands like GT, Access, and all of those brands? Are are, are, are Are their CEOs the ones on social media? Guess what? The same CEOs have figured out how to hire brand influencers to be the face of their brand. Why? Personalization is just the future right now, except things change. So you who is a small business owner that is trying to really enter into the market and have strong ties in the market, you must think personalization. And that's why doing your content yourself, especially video content, we go such a long way. Where you share your personal story like, hi, my name is Justy Bay and two years ago I used to be on low cost. But this is what happened to me. And then from there, I figured that I could actually look a lot more feminine if I wear a wig. I'm just giving an example. This is not a general statement. Then from that story, people begin to feel, oh, okay, I can relate. This story she gives, she's given, is exactly where I'm at right now. I feel like I know her. Let me pay attention to her. That's how personalization starts. And this will help you gather audiences that are loyal and committed to following you on the brand journey yeah finally let's look at the destination because anyone without a destination you most likely not know when you arrive even if you arrive so really for those who do not really have the human financial resources how does one know when their efforts have started yielding results what are the things to look out for to know that yes uh whatever efforts i'm putting into this i can see Mm. it's it's now yielding results so one of the things I like to say to people is you must take note of these things I want to say in the next couple of minutes. In every, there are five stages of power. The first is agitation. The second is observation. The third is admiration. The fourth is respect. 
the faith is influenced. And I'm going to explain this. Every time we start something worthwhile, people agitate because people generally like to resist good things. They like to resist change, not good things, but it well, somehow, change. So when they see you who is an average business owner and you are comfortable just, they are comfortable just seeing you in your store. They know your store, but one of, but then all of a sudden they start seeing you on social media, giving out content, talking, doing videos. They say, ah, what's wrong with Shola? You see, you want to join them. Agitation, right? Because they almost feel like, why should you change? That's average human behavior. Now, there are lots of you who are business owners listening to me today who have fallen off the wayside because of agitation. Because people, people around you were saying, what's wrong with you? You see, what's that wasting your time? Are you a child? That's for children. Why are you doing that? Some of you are falling off the way because they, they have put a label on you to say, even if you're 40, you're 45, it's not your mates that are on social media. You should be expanding your shores, your, your stores and opening 100 stores. Guess what? They lied. KFC started his business at 70 and look at where he is all over the world right now. They lied. They put a label on you and they allowed you fall because you are the first stage of power, which is agitation. People will be agitated. The next thing after agitation is observation. So when they try to talk you down or talk you out and you don't listen or pay attention, the next thing they'll begin to do is observe you. They want to say, okay, they'll start saying, oh, Despite everything was said to Shola, she's not stopping. Instead, she's getting stronger. Observation. Then the third step is admiration. When you don't stop and you continue, they begin to one day or the other listen to what you're doing. So one day they'll say, ah, this Shola that I have spoken to again and again, she didn't listen. Let me even listen to what she has to say. And from just one click of listening, they see that you made sense. And they're like, oh my God, she actually made sense though. She actually did make some sense. I learned something from here. And then because of that, what now begins to happen is people will start paying attention to you gradually. And when they start paying attention to you gradually, you will now find that it will turn to respect. People around you will now start saying, ah, that's my friend. Yeah, you like this. Oh, that's my friend. I know her. I know her. I know where she started. They'll start wanting to associate with this seeming level of success you're beginning to record especially when people begin to accept your content. And then the final one is influence. When you have really put in a lot of work and people have seen that you're giving value consistently, you become influential in a way. And when I say influential, it doesn't mean we are controlling all the territories. It just means that you can influence people's decisions to buy. Having said this, at what point do you know that what you're trying to do is gaining traction? Number one, are there people who are constantly coming back to say, I got value from this. Are there people who are waiting on you to bring this out? I'm talking about content. And these are the indices that you must actually look out for. But generally, I like to say to people that give it your best shot. There's no consistency that doesn't end up well, especially consistency in the right direction. So I don't like to tell people six months, one year, you start getting traction. No, I don't like to say that to people. If it's going to take four years, give it your best shot. Because there's no overnight success. And I must, I must be honest with you. I didn't start to get traction. Like may, when I say traction, I didn't become somewhat influential on the social space until four or five years later. Yes, were people paying attention? Yes, they were paying attention. By the first year, they were paying attention because of how consistently I was showing up. So for you who is listening to me today, how long is it going to take for you to become, to blow? I can't tell you a definite answer. But what I can tell you for certain is give it your best shot. 
The billionaires you see today were consistent for a long time. Some of them have done these businesses 20 years, 30 years. And you're just getting to know about how influential they are today. And I'm not necessarily saying they were doing this on social media. I'm talking about even running their own businesses. Brick and mortar. If it took them brick and mortar to build that long, you can imagine that with the social, it may not take you that long, but it will take you some time. Every great success will take time. So do not focus on how long, focus on giving it your best shot. Because as long as one person is liking it and paying attention to it, even if it's one person, you are doing something right. And very soon, 1,000 people will gather around to pay attention to what it is you have to say. I hope this helps someone. I'm sure it will help someone. It's been a very insightful conversation. We've been speaking to the president of the Association of African Startups, the lead consultant of the Just eBay company. It's a management consulting firm with key focus on sales, marketing, and business communications. Also the co-founder of Inscribe Tech, a startup tech company revolutionizing content creation, distribution, and sales. She's helped about 5,000 small businesses make more profits and scale, and she shared her priceless thoughts with us today. Thank you very, very much, Just eBay, for the conversation. Thank you so much, Anthony, for having me once again. It was my pleasure to be here. Today. Yeah. It's important now more than ever for every business to have in mind that your business is available to over 3 billion monthly active users on social media. And who knows, they just might lead you to the other 4 billion in the world. It's a market that has little or no boundaries and no major restrictions. So everyone should jump on this train and make the best out of it. Thanks for listening and don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com.